0: Ty.
1: Hello podcast
0: it's Wildcat Minute where we talk about High School Musical 2 one minute at a time. I'm Condra,
1: and I'm Tyler
0: and today we're talking about Minute 106 of High School Musical 2 Minute 106 starts out with Gabriella and Troy hugging uh, during the na 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 na's and ends <laughs> with
1: wait what are the na 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 na's are they hey Jude na 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 hey Jude or is it na 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 hey hey goodbye neither Wow
0: I know and ends <laughs> with the boys singing everything's just right during the
1: boys
0: during a wide shot of the pool party
1: the pool party whoa so it's a it's truly a, a teen Beach movie
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh, before it even came out <laughs> I was just thinking. We get through our intro very snappily and like I don't have to think about it, but we're gonna be changing movies soon ish and then I'm gonna have to learn the new intro. Not that it's gonna change much, but I'll I still Kondra,
1: it you're gonna say high school musical three one minute like it's the only difference. We will (laughs)
0: see how long it takes me to actually remember three instead of two.
1: I was just thinking, remember when we used to do like little nicknames at the beginning of the show if oh, you didn't like it?
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz I'm not good at thinking on my feet. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, good to good to save the couch gags for the end, not the not the beginning. You want to just establish what you're doing at the beginning of the episode, not waste time making fun of the format or
0: convince di- people that dissecting they actually the want to listen. <laughs>
1: You want to just get right into the content of the show, so people don't feel like you're wasting their time, or that they're wasting their time listening to a podcast that they're just like trying out for the first time. So we should do that right away.
0: So, try Gabriella as soon and Gabriella as possible. We should get hugging. into the show
1: quickly. Sorry.
0: So, try and Gabriella. Well, I just I, I like it. Th- I reflected on how much we have grown.
1: We we well maybe you've grown. I'm the one still ruining it.
0: So. Troy and Gabriella are like in this weird embrace as the sprinklers rain upon them and they're looking out over their friends who are just having a jolly old time.
1: Again, they're they're too they're too in love to frolic. They for some okay. reason have put themselves up on a pedestal and they like can't stoop to like their love goes beyond the the pure juvenile bliss that everyone else is experiencing. They're like rising above it for some reason. <laughs>
0: are they too afraid to move beyond this moment? Cause they will then actually have to talk to each other and figure out where everything went wrong and how they're going to go past that. And they just, this don't is wanna, possible. They just don't want to move on <laughs> from a kiss. This
1: is, this is very possible. And I, and I like that you said that because what we get here and it's, it's, a, it's a real brief shot because the movie fades to black. Well, not totally to black, but it kind of cuts away right after this but we see Gabriella hugging up to Troy and we see Troy's face kind of settle from a like smile excited look to a kind of weary nervous look Gabriella the whole time is kind of smiling and and loving the moment but Troy's face you 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 see the exhaustion you see the the worry come out on his face and it does kind of raise that question of like oh, I guess everything isn't quite as happy a moment as we think we're ending on. I've made this comparison before, but Spider-Man 2 does this, which is a reference to an old Western, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Fort Apache, I believe it is, where the movie ends on, in Spider-Man 2, it ends on Kirsten Dunst's face looking out at Spider-Man as he swings away and she starts off like smiling because it's like that's the person I love and he's doing his thing. But then it settles on a face of worry because it's like, oh, but I'm also acknowledging that this is danger that he's going into and that it's not going to be an easy way to go forward, even though I chose the path of love. Mm-hmm. And so in in a way, um, Kenny Ortega is following along uh, a long line of film tradition in this moment
0: yeah and you see this tradition in not just like film but stereotype of like when will my husband return from war
1: kind of stuff
0: like advertisements during world war ii about women staying strong and working because their husbands are away at war like it's a meme kind of now but like that was based on a real thing
1: certainly certainly a trope and yeah, the idea. Well, it happened in like Doctor Horrible too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we get this whole triumphant number at the end of Doctor Horrible, where he's like, he's winning and he's super evil, and then at the end we realize that's just like a, a facade that he's putting on. Inside, he's still filled with worry and doubt and regret. So.
0: And even Fantastic Mr. Fox, they're in a better situation, but it's they're they're still living in a sewer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But they have a grocery store that's uh, closed on on weekends. Yeah, that's so, true. But yeah, the idea of like the end of the movie having like not a triumphant ending, but like a wink at that there's still like underlying worry. That's, you know, sometimes it's kind of a cheapskate, but this it's, make, it's a good way to put complexity in there.
0: Yeah, this would elevate the movie if that were the case. But no, we cut to black <laughs> to a staff pool party.
1: Yes, there's literally um, it's not really a a, like a motif or a theme. It's just like a thing that they've done a couple times where they've used the The whiteboard, the the country club's whiteboard to say what event is going on for like plot setting.
0: (laughs) But I feel like that's like practical.
1: Yeah, but I think you were exactly right. Just to skip back real quick that. That tr- what Troy is worried about is like, oh, I, yes, I'm living in the now, but I'm still worried about the future. And if I go out into the world, there's still going to be the stuff going wrong that was going wrong before. Mm-hmm. I just happen to have resolved my relationship issues with Gabriella for the moment. Yeah. So even the theme of the movie, like they're questioning their theme, which is a good thing, actually. But anyway,
0: for a kid's movie and it for it to not really be there.
1: Yeah. I'm glad that he's still worried about the world because it would be naive to not be. But yeah. anyway, it's a pool party. Who cares?
0: One, two, three, four ch- as Chad, Chad yells,
1: put, throw that emotional growth away and all your frets and, and complex, that. complex emotions behind. It's a pool party. We're here to have fun. Gosh, darn it. Don't you demand themes? Just have fun. You silly goose.
0: Oh, I do like the intro of this though? It feels very Annette Funicello like '50s, yeah. '60s like ocean party movie. Even like the band playing above,
1: um, <laughs> who's not really in sync with the music that's going no. on. Um, <laughs> it's ve- which, yeah, it's very like '60s beach movie vibes. Yeah, yeah.
0: which I want to propose. So Kelsey is. In this band with these other guys, are they similar to Kenny and the Shrimp Shack Shooters? Are they related?
1: <laughs> Cap Captain Geach Captain and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Oh my god,
0: Captain Geach from from from, that from, from our favorite
1: film that no one else in the world has seen. That thing you do.
0: That that movie's by minute that no longer exists because I've tried to listen to it and it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Not to call them out. I don't know who they are, but you can't listen to their movies <laughs> by minute anymore, which bums me out
1: what what so, yes, I understand that they're like it's a similar plot plot conceit that, like, yes, there's a silly band that's playing in the background that isn't actually playing the music that we're hearing. but are they are they physically related to band another movie? I just want right?
0: to come up with another silly name that these this band could be,
1: oh, okay. Well it's lava springs, so it's the it's the it's the lava springs. Volcanoes. It's the it's the Kelsey and the volcanoes. Kelsey and the volcano. <laughs> composer very...
0: composer Kelsey and the volcanoes.
1: That is <laughs> Volcanoes don't feel like you would have a collection of them.
0: <laughs> well, unless you're in Alaska or Hawaii or Japan or Anywhere on the but Ring of to, Fire. I'm trying to
1: think of like a smaller component of volcano. Well, but, it could be
0: like a spring. We could not do lava and go spring route.
1: But again, the, the, the geysers. <laughs> like what? Kelsey and Kelsey the geysers. Um, the
0: geysers.
1: Oh, the geysers. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually.
0: <laughs> so... And also, Kelsey's wearing like a ridiculously large seahorse necklace that just looks very uncomfortable. It's just, I did like, not see that but... as she's like dancing, <laughs> and I'm like, Kelsey, girl, you don't look comfy.
1: I like your proposition that Kelsey is the head of this band that she I mean, wrote she composes this song too. She wrote this song that is this this non diegetic end of the movie party song, a la the end of Shrek, where they when they sing.
0: I'm a believer.
1: I'm a believer and it's like a dance party that doesn't actually count for the plot of the movie, which is it's like an animated movie trope, I guess, more. But yeah, yes. Anyway, going back to Chad saying one, two, three, four. We well, you know that it's Chad because that's what the subtitles yeah, say.
0: But you would never know had it otherwise.
1: Yeah, because it sounds like he's doing a South Park voice or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so high
1: pitched. It's like a it's like a silly punk voice. He's like one, two, three, four. Like, yeah, the pool is closed for the staff party. There are a lot of people in this pool. Oh and They're my all God, teenagers.
0: So many. It's like, where have all of these people been?
1: And why weren't they all singing along at the talent show?
0: Yeah. Why weren't they there? Are they all actual teenagers or is this a little weird?
1: Maybe they got to invite like plus ones and then it kind of became more than plus ones. And now it's just like a bunch of teens here.
0: And uh, Fulton is rioting somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they've they've tied Fulton up and thrown him into the, the food storage a la Ratatouille. Mm.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> and I hope Fulton makes an appearance in High School Musical 3. I He probably won't, but we've probably seen the last of Fulton for this movie, which makes me sad.
0: Yeah, we did not mark the occasion.
1: Hi, I'm Mark. Mark the occasion. Anyway.
0: That sounds like the someone drummer. out of, like, the Jersey Shore.
1: <laughs> hey, um, my real name's Mark, but everybody calls me the occasion. Because wherever I'm at, it's happening.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we just see, like, a ton of people, like, swimming in the pool. They're dancing. They're floating. They're running around the pool. They're, they're, they're not they're following soaring, any of the pool. They're soaring. They're
1: flying. There's not a star in heaven that they can't read.
0: They're not following any of the pool protocols.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you never know who's going to slip into that one pocket of extremely deep water that Sharpay almost drowned in earlier in the (laughs) movie.
0: That's a callback. really dangerous here. (laughs) Bolton, Montez, you have a callback.
1: The drummer is, again, the most guilty of not being in sync with the music that's going on.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) And then we get... Are stars of the movie climbing up onto this rock formation up on top of the pool that the waterfall kind of comes off of. Yeah, and and
0: Troy is leading Sharpay by the hand, which is a little yeah sus. because
1: well, well they <laughs> it's because they're coming in from two different sides. So it's Troy, Sharpay, and Chad on one side, and then Gabriella, Ryan, and Taylor on the other side. But we yep. only see the the left hand side, stage huh. right coming up yeah and then they're they're kind of staggered on the rock formation which is kind of interesting because it's not like troy and gabriella are at the top and then they're tiered down troy's at the top and then gabriella is kind of under that but then ryan's a little higher than gabriella and taylor's
0: just hiding on the side and the shot of her singing is so disparate from the rest of them
1: well the lip-syncing for everyone is pretty bad but it really feels like We are tucking away Taylor and like shoehorning in. Well, it's the opposite of shoehorning her in because it's like, like how little of Taylor can we get in this movie and still like feel like she had her moment is what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah. Like, can we still put her on the poster?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is really a disservice, as we've said many times. Yeah.
0: Monique Coleman is a professional theater actress. Like this is perfect for her. But here we are. Yeah, I just, yeah. her shot, when they like, going down, so each of them sing a line, and, like, Chad and Sharpay's are a little more zoomed out, so you see the rock formation, you see the band behind them, but Taylor's is just, like, the sky, it's like she's in a void, like, it's just her and the sky, like...
1: Yeah, it's because she's so far over in the corner that there's nothing else behind her that's exciting going on. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of this, like, call and response, like all six of these people are singing the song together so who starts it's the summer that we wanted Troy okay Troy. Troy starts so
0: it's Troy Ryan Chad Sharpay Taylor Gabriella.
1: okay so the summer that we wanted yeah we finally got it now's the time we get to share or is it got to share we've we've found two different online interpretations of I, the lyrics
0: I don't care <laughs> <laughs>
1: Each day we'll be together, now until forever. So everybody, everywhere.
0: I also don't like the way Taylor's is cut in so abruptly. Like, it, just the editing here is not its best. We've had better editing in the movie.
1: Yeah, but how about that A A B C C B rhyme scheme? That's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's the intro's interesting, and it's like. There's a lot going on, and you're trying to figure out, like, okay, all these kids are dancing and swimming, and there's a band, and now the big six are out here, like, all singing one line. It's like, what's happening?
1: I mean, I think what's happening, because I find this to be pretty ridiculous and disappointing in the grand scheme of things, and a weird way to organize a song where everybody gets one line, like...
0: It's the we go together this is the exact same as we go together, to.
1: I get that we're spreading the love, but it just makes it feel choppy and, mm-hmm. and bad. It makes it feel bad when you just, like, have a bunch of different people singing one line that, you know, there's no connective tissue. It's just all completely void of meaning. And um, I don't mean to be complaining, but, like, the last movie we ended with, we're all in this together, which is... An iconic group dance number. It's a song that once you hear it once, you remember it forever. And like just a perfect encapsulation of the themes of the movie. And it just felt like a real celebration of the characters and the the moments that we got we shared for a whole 90 minutes to end and we're all in this together. This feels like We need to end it on a dance party, but they're not actually dancing. They're just standing in front of microphones, waving their arms when it's their turn to sing.
0: Tyler, be patient. You know, Kenny likes to weave a story. No, what I was going to say was for the folks at home, Tyler mentioned themes again. Do whatever um, vice trick you do when Tyler mentions themes.
1: My favorite theme is the Imperial March. Mm,
0: It's a good one. (laughs) i i agree with you that it is very choppy and unsettling and um i think that's an editing issue more so like it works if you're listening to the soundtrack but i think there's just so much going on here that it's very jarring and discordant almost discordant what is that word yeah
1: yeah discordant
0: i think it added an extra syllable though so
1: it's it's dissonance. Dissonance. It's, yeah. yeah.
0: So I think like if it wasn't like weird two second shots of everyone and they're all trying to like do something slightly interesting while they're they have the camera on them. Like if it was just a zoomed out and you saw everyone, or maybe like you were panning around while they were singing, like that would be more interesting.
1: Or if it was like it reminds me of the uh, high school musical, The Concert. Mm. where like this would be a song where like, okay, we actually would have all six people together on stage and they'd be like singing together. And yeah, maybe they'd all be at their separate microphones, but it would feel like they were kind of doing it, doing the song together. And this doesn't feel like that. It just feels like they wanted to make this as cheaply and as quickly as possible. (laughs) So it's, it's evident in this scene that they're just doing it the quick way
0: well in this first minute of the song
1: yeah fair enough i i hope i hope beyond hopes that it it becomes an impressive spectacle of song and dance um <laughs> which you seem to be suggesting that it might be but it's just weird <laughs> like especially in the first movie when it was like everyone was in the gym and it felt like they were surrounded and then we kind of had these steady cam shots of like people walking through the crowd. Like, it was just so much more ambitiously done than this is being done right now.
0: No, and that's very fair. Like, the the look of the movie is not being pushed here. It's, it's sticking in line with, like, the let's just make it bright and vibrant. And I think that's the big difference, too, is, like, they just amped the color. Like, there's a color difference. And, like, the visuals. Like, they were... They're like, oh, let's focus on this being a summer, summertime thing instead of like a, it's like when they make those like weird kids books that are like, oh, this book is just like about a pony. Like there's no substance to it. It's just a pony.
1: And there's 60 different books. Everyone is about a pony and they're all the ex- exact same book, but with a slightly, slightly different, different pony Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: this the pony. The last thing pony has green hair
1: (laughs) oh this pony has the power to make chipmunks fall in love
0: yeah Um,
1: the last thing i wanted to say because we get the the kind of first verse is going to split into two parts yeah we already said the first part so the second part let's take it to the beach take it there together let's celebrate today because there'll never be another and when gabriella sings that she does like a finger wag and that's To me, the highlight of the scene.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Gabriella is into it. She's having a good time. I Also, it's like, now all the boys sing. Now all the girls.
1: (laughs) We're stronger this time. Been there for each other. Everything's just right.
0: Mm, That's it.
1: That's it. And, Um, yeah.
0: Have they been there for each other? Again, we question the lyrics, but...
1: Well, I think it's the thing I was like, okay, yes, you can nitpick that things went wrong in the past, but they have addressed those problems and moved on. So
0: but don't... Sharpay being here again.
1: Okay, yes. <laughs> like, that's how we know that this is non-diegetic, that we're we're not meant to assume that at the big final party they actually all sang together, because that would be ridiculous.
0: Especially because this is a staff party, and Ryan and Sharpay are not staff.
1: Aren't staff. <laughs> <sighs> Boy, do you want to do a DCOM of the Week segment?
0: What I ever, Tyler. What do we okay. got? Okay,
1: So we're going to do, it's basically the same as the traditional DCOM of the Week segment, but instead of giving you the title of a pre-existing DCOM, I, I'm sometimes interested in this thing that happens with movies where they they give the title of a movie after a song title that just everyone knows. Are you familiar with this phenomenon? No. Oh, it's it's.
0: Give me some examples. I,
1: well, now I'm now I'm gonna be blanking on all. I mean, there's a there's songs called "P.S. I Love You." There's songs called "Sweet Home Alabama." Like
0: okay, the
1: like this idea that we're just gonna be like the name the move the content of the movie doesn't matter, but it happens to have the, the t- a title that is. The same, like Peggy Sue got married, or Stand By Me, or Pretty in Pink. Like, they, like, sometimes it is really diegetic to the movie, like Mamma Mia, or like other musicals. Like, yes, you understand that that's why that's called that. But like other movies where it's just like, okay, this was a generic script, and then we named it after a popular love song.
0: Would something like Man on the Moon, which is about Andy Kaufman, which the song is also about Andy Kaufman count?
1: Well, I guess movies where the song like is across like... Across
0: the Universe?
1: Like, yeah, like Yesterday or Across the Universe, they're like named after like the band that the movie is about. But sometimes there's literally no relation. It's just like, we need a catchy name for this. So it's just going to be the name of a song. I I don't know. To me, it seems like a common thing. Okay. So what I have here is I have a list of seven songs and I want you to just pretend that you're a writer in a writer's room and I'm an executive and maybe you've got like a pile of scripts in front of you and I've got a bunch of songs that we got the rights to name a movie after and just, you need to just mix and match any one of your scripts to one of these titles that I have. So basically pick a title And then see if you would pitch a movie around that title. Okay. And they kind of have to be songs that everyone knows. So here's what I found. You can choose from I Want Candy, Shake It Off, Walking on Sunshine, Mbop, We Got the Beat, Should I Stay or Should I Go, or All Star.
0: Hmm. I feel like we got the beat would be a fun one, or Shake It Off. But I feel like Shake It Off's already a movie. Did you check? No, I'm, I'm some making- of
1: these, some of these are like random British comedies, or like, okay, th- they're so like they're generic on purpose. So like,
0: okay, just want to make like because I feel like I'm like, have I seen a movie called Shake It Off? Um, so I like we got the beat, and I think it could be a. I'm thinking, like, a one-hit wonder, kind of. Like, we get this... We have this, like, ragtag group of kids who they're playing guitars and pianos and bass, like, in their garage, and they're, like, trying to find their voice, and then all of a sudden, one day, this new kid comes into town, and they're an amazing drummer, and they, they like, work to befriend them and put... it to help them, like, fill out their band, and then they... No, no, no. So they're in the school talent show, and all of a sudden, the the head of the talent show comes up to them and is like, "I thought you guys had four people in your band. Like, you need a drummer." And the drummer guy is like, "Well, I guess I could fill in for your session. Like, I was, I'm helping out another group. I can help you guys too." And then when the four of them come together, it's magic and it explode. Like they explode and. There's suddenly this, like...
1: So it's that thing you do?
0: It's that thing you do, or Jersey Boys, <laughs> um, or any other... Yeah. Any other band coming together movie. Like, But it ends up being a movie about... I was going to say Rush, but I think that'd be too far-fetched. I'm trying to think of a band <laughs> with a drummer that's kind of famous.
1: Just any band that kids would like that is a, an actual rock and roll band and not just like a boy band. Yeah. Like Maroon five, like they had a drummer at one point, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, no, I'm thinking like, or they could turn it into like a, uh, kind of, it ends up being like a big time rush where they create the band themselves and then they can market them and, it, they can it's like a it's like a disney band.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And of course there's emotional like drama. I don't think I want to get a girl involved though cuz that's boring.
1: Yeah. I think girls it's are like, gross.
0: <laughs> I think it should be more like a I was just filling in and then I got swept away, but this isn't my direction. Like and they they try and Yeah. Yeah, they have to break up because they're graduating high school.
1: Is the band in the movie The Go-Go's who sang "We Got the Beat"? Is that why? No. <laughs> okay. Just to be clear. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought it was just going to be like let's let, let's pitch a movie after a song title, but I guess the problem is that when they do that in real life, the movies aren't good. Yeah. <laughs> or interesting. They do that they do that because it's generic and they don't have anything going for them. So they need to try to advertise the song on a turn of phrase that people recognize. So <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That's my bad, but it's an interesting enough topic of conversation I feel like. Sure. I feel like now when you when you're observing movies, pay attention to the ones that are named after songs because there's a lot of them.
0: Yeah. American pie.
1: Yep, that's that's probably one of the best examples. It's like, "Oh, it's a movie with a pie in it." Oh. American pie. Yeah, great. That's a thing that everyone recognizes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, well
0: thanks for thanks for trying. We're,
1: we're we're running out of steam on DCOM segments.
0: We got one more movie tie.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to think of a new like a new direction. Or, like, spend some more time brainstorming ideas for the segment. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds.
1: Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-A-R-B-O-U-D-Y.
0: You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, let us know what your favorite song is.
0: Again, nice and broad, lots of options. Send us (laughs) your response. (laughs)
1: It could be like your top five songs too. You don't have to choose just one because I know that's kind of a hard decision.
0: Oh, and um, for next time, I'll make sure I actually introduce the song properly next week.
1: Oh yeah, I was going to say, we didn't say like who the songwriters were, but who cares? We can do it next time.
0: Whoop. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden at TGoldenArt on Instagram.
1: And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com.
0: I have been Condra.
1: And I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time to find out If this movie ever ends, you can bet on it.